Welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast, guys. I am your host, Cheyenne Williams, and if you are here to find the real, raw, unapologetic version of ourselves, you have came to the right place. So if you're ready, I'm ready, let's lock arms, and let's go out and change the world. So you became who you needed to be because you had to survive right? All of the events leading up to who you are, all of the adversities you came and all of the challenges you have embraced in your life journey, you needed to get through them in a specific way because you needed to survive. Now you are here because you are wanting to take it to the next level and become the person you need to become in order to thrive. So what happened to you isn't your fault, but it is up to you and it is your responsibility to actually heal your traumas. I am the firm and first person to tell you that your trauma isn't about what happened to you. All of your sexual traumas, all of your abusive traumas, the domestic violence relationships, your parents getting a divorce, all of the things that you have experienced in your life doesn't make your trauma. Your trauma is what happened within you. And that is the part that you are responsible for healing. So it comes down to what are you willing to do in order to become the next version of yourself, right? It's up to facing your darkest fears, facing your subconscious, facing those limiting beliefs, understanding that you might actually become the problem, that you might actually be the person that is continuing to hold you back. You might actually be the person that is still abusing yourself because your ego is used to living one way. And understanding that in order to become that next version of yourself, in order to become that person you need to be to thrive, you have to become a new you. But you cannot become a new you unless you're willing to give up the old habits. So the first habit you have to break is understanding that your traumas are not a liability. Your traumas actually have a lesson and a blessing that comes with it. And your traumas are actually assets. All of the sexual abuse that you have endured is an asset. And you may not see that now. You may be standing at the crossroads of having to choose the real you, the authentic you, the acoustic you, or choose the you that you think society wants you to be. So all of the things that you have experienced leads you to this crossroad. So now my question for you is, are you going to choose you, the feisty, sexy person with the light up soul who's ready to embrace their full potential? Or are you going to become the society version of you, the safe, the people pleasing, having to worry about whether or not you're going to rock the boat? I am challenging you and I am inviting you to choose you. Choose the real, the raw, the acoustic, the dirty version of you. And when you tap into that healing frequency, when you tap into that gratitude frequency, when you tap into that you that sees your trauma as a stepping stone to your highest potential, that is when you start to thrive. That is when you start to embody her. And her is the feminine energy that we are ultimately wanting to live in, right? But we've been so stuck in the masculine energy, the masculine culture that we don't view healing as natural. You have to work hard to become better. You have to work hard by going to counseling and therapy and all the things. You have to have results to show that you are improving, 
All of this toxic identity of having to fit into a box is not the way of healing. So I challenge you and I am here to guide you to show you that there's a holistic alternative known as her, known as the feminine healing, known as the feminine energy, where you can actually heal and live life simultaneously in abundance. Healing doesn't have to be boring. Healing doesn't have to hurt. Healing can actually be fun and liberating and all the things if you actually want it to. But you have to be willing to choose you and you have to be willing to embody her. So the first thing you have to understand is that 95% of your subconscious makes up your daily habits. 95% of what you're doing and the way you're living isn't even controlled by your consciousness. Your subconscious controls it. Everything under the surface controls who and how you act in life. That is why taking the quick fix, taking the medication, going to the one-off trauma sessions don't work. By you talking about it, you're talking about the consciousness. You can't heal the consciousness because it's already at life. Your job is to heal the subconsciousness, that 95% of your body that you're not tapped into. Heal that, hone that, embody that part of you and understand that that part of you is you. So why keep that part of you hidden and trapped in the closet? So by understanding that healing is the highest frequency that you can ever achieve, love is the energy force that you can ever achieve, the highest energy force that you can ever achieve. And when you combine them together, you can literally heal yourself by giving yourself the ultimate self-love. You, giving you self-love, not looking for love from someone else, not looking from love from your partner or your kids or your parents, but from getting it within you. And if you learn how to love yourself, flaws and all, that is when you can actually heal. So the difference between holistic sexual trauma healing and traditional psychology is that traditional psychology goes to the old paradigms of fitting in the box, right? You have to check off A, B, C, and D in order to get this diagnosis. And when you get this diagnosis, you get this treatment and all the things, right? Holistic trauma healing, that is when you actually see the difference. That is what I am here to teach you. That is when you get the deep, the real, the raw, the yucky, and rolling in the mud type of healing. Because holistic trauma healing doesn't put you in a box. So if you think about it, and you look at a water bottle, I have a water bottle. Some people call it a cup. Some people call it a water bottle. Some people call it a tumbler. But at the end of the day, we agree that this is a water bottle. And that is what holistic trauma healing does. Holistic trauma healing is understanding that you can take medication, understanding that one person is going to say you need to do trauma and traditional psychology and seek the counselor and seek the psychologist and all the things. Another person's going to say that you could only do breath work, you can only do meditation, it's only this way. And no one is right or wrong. Because we all agree that at the end of the day, the big picture is to heal and to get better. 
Holistic trauma healing teaches you that you can't only heal your mind, but you have to heal your body. Everything is connected. So you can fix your thoughts, but if you're not releasing the trauma energy field, those thoughts and that tension and that trauma is still going to be stored within you. So holistic trauma healing is telling you that there are so many ways to heal. You just have to understand the different tools and use them in your life when they serve you best. So I'm not telling you, you only have to do it this way. I'm here to give you the tools, breath work, meditation, yoga, somatic healing, tantric arts, journaling, talk therapy, all the things. I'm here to give you your tool belt so that you can wear it around your waist and decide at what moment, what tool is going to serve you best. And one of those tools are mirror work. Mirror work is the biggest way and the quickest way to collapse time in your trauma healing. The first thing that goes when you have been sexually traumatized is your identity. I remember when I was sexually abused, the first thing I started to think was, what could I have done different? What could I do to make people understand that I'm worthy? When I was sexually abused, the first thing that I immediately went to was, why am I not enough? And it took me so many years of carrying those lies and carrying those stories that they started to become my identity. But it wasn't who I am. The sexual abuse that happened to me didn't make me. The sexual abuse that happened to me didn't define who I was, but I allowed it. That is where you take responsibility. I allowed that terrible, crazy ass event to, to define me. And it's up to me to help me view that horrible, terrible event to help refine my existence. So instead of looking at my sexual abuse as, oh my gosh, men are all dogs. No one's gonna love me. I'm not worthy. All the things that I tell myself, all the blame I was putting on myself, one day I turned the light switch on and I realized that my sexual abuse was actually teaching me how to love myself deeper, how to give pleasure to myself, how to become so independent and so dependent on myself that no one else in my life mattered. That if I learned how to love me, I can then teach others how to love me. If I can learn how to care for me, I can then teach others how to care for me and how to respect me. But why would someone respect you if you don't even respect yourself? And that is what I teach in Desired. And that is what I am here to show you. And those are the tools that I am here to provide you. Is how to turn all of your terrible adversities into gaps of grace into moments of inspiration. And again, you can do that through mirror work. So mirror work is standing in the mirror naked, analyzing and embracing and embodying and complimenting and loving your existence. It's standing in the mirror, looking your face dead in your eyes and telling yourself that you are beautiful, you are loved, you are worthy, you are everything you desire. 
embodying her, embodying that feminine energy isn't about having hot, passionate, sweaty, sexy sex. Embodying her, whether you're man or woman, embodying her is about loving yourself when you really want to hate yourself. Embodying her is telling yourself that when no one else got you, you got you. Embodying her is knowing that you have all of the emotions and giving yourself permission to feel all the emotions. Rage, anger, love, bliss, that is her. And that is you. But we lived in a society where we've been taught not to feel the feelings. We've been taught since kids that we can't cry, that we have to go to our room if we want to express some tears because God forbid it makes someone uncomfortable. We've been taught that our parents aren't going to be there for us when we need them, when we need someone to hold us so we can go to sleep because God forbid it's bedtime. So trauma is way more than just the physical and the sexual and the mental and the emotional. It can actually be just not having a connection with your parents. Trauma can be your parents putting you to bed and letting you cry it out. That is trauma. Doesn't matter the severity of it, it impacts us all in different ways. But embodying her is allowing yourself to understand that yes, it happened, but it doesn't make you, you, right? So we're always taught that there's two sides of the pendulum, right? There's the healed side, there's the unhealed side, there's the wounded side, the unwounded side, the happy side, the not happy side. And everybody believes that in order to be happy, you have to be healed. But that lie that you're telling yourself, that story you're telling yourself is far from the truth. Happiness doesn't mean you're healed and being healed doesn't make you happy. And when you can actually see that being happy doesn't equivalent to being healed and being healed doesn't equivalent to being happy, then you can actually start to live a life that is in alignment with you. Because what is really happiness? right? We pray for a relationship where our friends can love us, but do you even know what it feels like to be loved? You pray for the day where the world can have peace, but do you even know what a peaceful life looks like? We want all of these things, but yet we're not willing to actually see and do what it takes to absorb those things or to embrace those things or to achieve those things because you don't wanna get hurt. You don't wanna get bumped and bruised a little bit because you don't like to be uncomfortable. But the first thing you have to do in order to heal, in order to be happy, in order to get the life you want to get, you have to get uncomfortable. And that uncomfortable moment is then going to start to become your new comfortable. We have to understand that we, everything we go through, we're growing through. And we have to also understand and be willing to shift. 
The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting new results. And we are all guilty of it. And I don't understand what is holding you back from shifting. What fear do you have that is preventing you from actually healing? Why do you have to have a label to make you feel better? And we all do it. We believe we're not worthy because we're, we have trauma, because we're a little broken, because we're a little scraped and scratched and bruised. So now we tell people, oh, I have trauma. I have mental health. That's why I do the things I do. No, you do the things you do because you want to do them because your subconscious tells you to do them, because it's validating a lie that you've told yourself. That label is allowing you to live a self-fulfilling prophecy of you're not worthy. You're just justifying and trying to make sense that you don't think you're worthy enough because you have trauma. So let me ask you this. If you have a $100 bill, and you find it on the floor and it's dirty and scratched and all the things. Are you still going to be excited because it's a $100 bill? Or are you going to be like, no, mm -mm, the value has gone. I'm not doing it. It's not $100 anymore because it has a little dirt on it. No, you're going to be like, fuck yeah, I found a $100 bill. Let's go shopping. All the things. I can go get my nails done, right? But why is it that as soon as you get a little dirt, a little bruised, a little scratched, a little muddy, all of a sudden you lose value? Someone did something terrible to you. People in your life have hurt you. And because you allowed them and gave them the power to hurt you, now you have no value. Right? And you notice that I said, you allowed them to hurt you. Those events happened. You can't control other people's behaviors. You can't control what other people do to you, but you can control how you perceive them, how you receive them and how you interpret them and how you hold on to them. So yeah, that person did a very terrible thing that no one should ever have to go through. But because you're still holding on to it decades later, years later, months later, you're still allowing them to hurt you. And that, once you realize that, that is when you can heal. Because that is when you take your power back. That is when you can start to embody your wounds. That is when you can start to say that I had to go through this in order to grow through that. And in order to be the best version of myself, I had to do A, B, C, and D. Everybody wants a piece of cake, right? But no one wants to actually do the steps to bake the cake. It's the same thing in your life. That you that you've dreamed of, that you that you want to be is a cake. But instead of the universe saying, there's your cake, it's gonna give you some milk. It's gonna give you some flour. It's gonna give you some eggs. It's gonna give you some toppings but you're gonna be like wait a minute I didn't ask for the milk I didn't ask for the eggs I didn't ask for the flour I asked for the cake this is not a quick fix in trauma healing 
you have to mix the milk with the eggs and the eggs with the flour and you got to stir it up and you have to go through it and you have to taste test it and you have to bake it and you have to do the whole nine in order to get the cake. But we live in a society where we want that quick fix. We want the hustle and grind and the easy results. Trauma healing becomes more fun when you embody the journey. Once you start to live the journey, accept the journey, be in the journey, you start to pick up on the little moments of you actually progressing. You actually start to see the abundance in your life. But as soon as things get hard, you want to give up. Why is that? As soon as people start booing for you, booing against you, cheering against you, not wanting you to succeed, you start to give up. Why? The biggest part of embodying her is leading yourself first. Loving yourself first. You can't wait until you're happy to be healed. You have to be happy when you're unhealed and healed when you're unhappy. You have to love yourself so you can lead others how to love you. You need to care for yourself so you can teach others how to care for you. You have to be a mother to yourself. I got a couple mamas watching right now and that fear, exactly that fear, that fear of being successful, that fear of leaving people behind, that fear of tapping into a new you is fucking scary. But what is the first thing that you tell kids when they're scary, when they're scared? I got you. I got you, baby. Don't worry. Mama got you. So now mama need to have you. You have to be there for you through the fear, through the anxiety. You have to be there for you just like you expect your mother to be there for you when you're scared. And when you lean into that, when you can identify those emotions, identify your triggers, identify who you want to be, what you want to be, how you want to be it. Despite what comes up, that is when you embody her. And that is what I will guide you through. And that is what I will help you get to and achieve is when you join Desired. And you have to understand that healing isn't about how many times you go to therapy. Healing isn't about how many times you can meditate. Healing isn't about how much breathwork exercises you know how to do and how many journal prompts you can write in a day. That is not healing. Those are practices, exercises you can do. But there's so many different things that make you, you, in order to be the best version of you. You want the perfect body. You're not just going to go to the gym. You're going to go to the gym. You're going to work on abs one day. You're going to work on legs the next day. You're going to work on your butt the next day. You're going to work on your 
any other muscles the next day. You're going to start to eat healthy. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do all the things to get the perfect body. But yet to get the perfect you, to get the perfect mind, you think writing one journal prompt is going to fix it. You think seeing one hour of a, a client or a therapist is going to fix it. You think by saying a couple affirmations is going to fix it. No, sweetie, like you have to do all of it. And you have to do it again and 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 again because you're always going to be evolving. You're always going to be triggered. It's inevitable. I will be the first person to tell you anyone who tells you different is wrong. And they are lying to you. You're not healing to fix yourself. You're healing to manage your life better, to learn tools, to know how to respond to your triggers better than what you better than you once did. And it's about being excited about it. Why would you want to heal if you're not excited? It's about understanding that you don't have to be in a box. You don't have to have a diagnosis. You don't have to be anybody other than the person you want to be. And it's about standing at the crossroads and asking yourself, who do you choose? Do you choose to embody her and to be you, the real raw acoustic version of you, or to be the society version of you? Everything you're going through, you're doing it for your future family. You're going through the sexual trauma for the other people in your family to know that they are worthy. You're going through the money challenges for the rest of your family to be wealthy, to create that legacy for your grandkids. You're going through the healing now so that the rest of your family can be healed. You're breaking the freaking cycle. And that is power. That is the ultimate healing. That is when your trauma has purpose is you are doing things for your future family. I can't tell you who you're going to be, how you're going to do it without you being able to identify what story or lie are you constantly telling yourself and what story and lie are you constantly a part of? What story and lie are you stuck in and refusing to let go? That's why I invite you to join me in desire. I invite you to join me in my one-on-one -on -one trauma intensive. I invite you to join me in this walk to find your truth, the truth in your traumas, and to see that they are here to serve a purpose, that they are here to be more than what you think they are here to be. Your traumas can actually be your desires. The thing that lights you up, the thing that gives you purpose, if you allow it. But when you choose to go the other direction, when you choose your ego, when you choose society's version of you, that is when you start to attract the trauma cycle. And that is when you realize that you have been misused and you have been misusing others. 
So it's time for you to heal, not only for yourself, but to heal for your family and for your kids and for your future family and kids. It's time for you to heal for you. And everything else will have an overflow. Everything else will start to make sense. And I just want you to know that doing this work is the safest thing you can do for yourself. I used to be so suicidal. I used to literally dream about killing myself every single day. I used to like envision like what my life would look like if I wasn't here. I'm literally getting emotional as I talk about this, guys. Like this work is literally the safest thing you can do for yourself because it will save your life. Because I decided to go all in on my trauma healing, I no longer want to take my life. I love the life I'm freaking creating. I love the life I'm living. But I had to heal my traumas. And healing my traumas allowed me to live the firsthand experience. Living my traumas and going through all my traumas allows me to help you the way that I'm allowed to help you. My traumas are the reason that my containers are so powerful is because I know firsthand what it is like, and that is the most potent energy. Because of my traumas, I'm now this badass holistic trauma specialist. But it was because of my traumas that I'm living the life I'm living today. And if you would have asked me that, 10 years ago, six years ago, three years ago, when I was going through my traumas, I would have been like, fuck, no, you are crazy. This is my life. My life sucks. Is this, is that. But fast forward, and I give gratitude to my traumas every single day. I tell people every single day, I am so grateful I was sexually abused. I am so grateful I was in those domestic violent relationships. I was so grateful that I went through my traumas because it allowed me to be the person I am today. You have to go through tests to create your testimony. There is no life that is going to be easy. And because of your traumas, because of what you go through, you can then create a safe haven for you. Create a space where you can learn and heal and empower yourself to be better. And I truly believe that. And so my question for you is, What are you going to do in order to be the best version of yourself? Are you ready to embody the real raw version of you? Are you ready to light your soul on fire? Are you ready to stop living the lies and the self-fulfilling prophecy that you created for yourself? If you want a better life, you have to make your life better. But it starts with you. And nothing changes if nothing changes. So just how you invest in your kids, invest in your partner, invest in your family, invest in getting your nails done, invest in the gym membership, invest in your mental health. Because none of that will matter if you don't love you. And the biggest form of self-love is creating boundaries and investing in yourself, physically, mentally, and emotionally. But you have to do that by embodying I love you guys. And if you have any questions, reach out to me and make sure you check your emails for the replay because you guys, this is literally my jam. The most vulnerable part of me is giving to you. I got emotional and that is what it's about. 
It's about feeling the feelings and giving yourself permission to be the real, raw, authentic, acoustic, messy version of you. One way to allow individuals to find the acoustic cue is to invite them in on this journey. So if you have a tug on your heart to share these episodes with people who you believe can learn from them or benefit from them or need to hear them, share these episodes, share the podcast, leave a review, leave a rating, and let's go impact the world one day at a time. The best way for us to give back to those that we love is to invite them to become the best versions of themselves. I hope you guys are having the most amazing day and we'll check back in later.